Well, the Federal Reserve has been telling us now for a year or so they're trying to slow down the economy. And, boy, you know, you look at the latest economic news, and it sure looks like they're succeeding. I mean, really in every sector, uh, employment, the service sector, home sales, applications, everything pretty much across the board looks like a slowdown. And it may be having an impact even here in North Texas and throughout the Sun Belt, which has been so hot. One person who knows this is is John Hutchinson. He's the vice chairman and global head of origination for Trez Capital. They've invested probably $5 billion in real estate projects over the last decade. He joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. Good to see you, too. Thank you. Now, you're you're probably spending money now that that you raised a couple of years ago. It takes a while. But, but what's happening right now out there? Are you seeing the slowdown? Well, yes, but it depends on how you quantify it. I mean, it's been a wild ride since March of 2020 with, you know, COVID uh, basically, uh, you know, bringing home, home building and home sales to a halt for a while. And then in about July or June, July of 2020, everything took off. And that and it was stronger than ever and, until about the middle of last year when the Fed started raising rates. And then uh, then everything slowed down in, uh, you know, September, October of last year but then started to pick up a little bit in home sales. And then in January, it was an explosive month. Uh, builders, uh, many builders sold more homes in January than they'd ever sold in any month in their history. And then that continued into February, very strong month, and January, or excuse me, and March. So the first quarter of this year, uh, in, in not only in, in Dallas, but in the, the tech, all the Texas cities had been very strong. So it's uh, Texas is kind of an anomaly. I mean, the jobs... Coming in, I thought I'm sure you saw in, in uh, January, Texas uh, generated 48,000 jobs, and then in, in February, 58,000 jobs, leading the nation in both months, but and, and leading the nation. I mean, continually. So we have this situation. Uh, you know, Texas may uh, may avoid if there's a recession. Texas may avoid the recession. Where our, our economy is is so strong here. Now, builders aren't selling as many homes as they sold say say a year ago. But in the and the market is not quite as robust as it was then. But we don't need house prices to go up, you know, fifteen percent a year. That's not necessarily good for anybody, including the home builders. And now sales have settled down. Uh, there's uh, a lot of incentives in the marketplace. Uh, builders are sometimes uh, cutting their prices, sometimes, uh, but many times uh, move, using the their incentives to buy down mortgages. And this for is their, an area. For the home buyers. This is an area you really know well. I know because you're president of Ryland for a long, long time. So the housing market adjusting is still fairly strong. What about lenders? Now you are. I mean, what Trez is is sort of a a non bank commercial real estate lender. That's correct. But That's the what banks themselves look like they're pulling in their horns. Um, well, banks are, and and uh, you know the, the, we we finance uh a lot of uh, projects, a lot of lot development projects, you know, big master plan communities, uh, particularly in, in, in the Dallas area and in Houston and, and throughout the South. But uh, they, these are projects that have a, a, you know, a duration of five to seven years. And we, we you know, we, we, we advance the money to develop the lots, put in the infrastructure, uh, put in the amenities and, and that sort of thing. And we've done, done a lot of that, we've done that since 2010. And we have loaned out over $3 billion on lot development projects since 2010. In addition to that, we do uh, multifamily construction loans and, and other things. But residential is our prime focus. 
residential in one form or another. These big these these big developments though around here are just remarkable. We were talking the other day to Rex Clendenning way up mm-hmm. towards Salina, sure. that area. But one of the areas you're in is an area, and I'm virtually a native for this area, and I, I never thought about Grand Prairie more than, you know, a few seconds in the, right. in the entire time. But not anymore. And and you're involved in this Mayfield Groves, but but right. Grand Prairie is just going through a, a renaissance. Well, Grand Prairie is a great location. It's halfway between Dallas and Fort Worth. It's direct, got direct access to the airport. We, 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 uh, built, uh, participated in the construction of an apartment complex in, in Grand Prairie about five or six years ago. And, and people thought, well, what are you doing in Grand Prairie? I, well, I, I, we thought it was a good opportunity. When I was in the home building business, I built a lot of homes in Grand Prairie and it's a, it's a great location. And, uh, there's a lot going on in, the, in that area. Absolutely. And and, and, it, and, 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 and it's because w. Bush. of access. And George Pardon W. Me? George W. Bush has helped a lot. That oh he, yes, coming. Come, that's where the property you, 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 uh, Mayfair is, is there at one sixty one in uh, in I twenty, and uh, that that area there is pristine. I mean, a lot of new developments and and uh, the city's got big facilities there. Put the city's putting a lot of money into entertainment facilities for for its citizens. So it's a it's a great place to. to build and and to live what about in the other areas of the u.s because you all are going through the the whole pretty much the whole sunbelt and in fact are active in in canada okay we are canadian company our our money that we we deploy in the united states is raised in canada uh we have thirty-five thousand investors offices in vancouver toronto and montreal up in canada but but uh canada we canada has a serious uh uh, resident problem with residential. They they've got a lot of immigrants that come in. Uh, I, I don't want to get political, but they manage their uh, their immigration policy a little tighter than we do, and so they know they can they regulate how many people will they will allow into the country each year, and most of those people go to Toronto and Vancouver, and the house prices are astronomical in those cities, and there's a real shortage. Matter of fact, I think British Columbia just put a moratorium that uh, no uh, no foreigners can buy houses. Our, our residents in, uh, in in British Columbia right now, so it's a it's a different it's a different world. But they have a shortage of housing just like we do in in some of our states. One thing I, I will caution people about is when you when you the home the home building business and the home sales, you know, on a national basis, a lot a, you, you've got to dig through the 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 global the national numbers and look at the local numbers, and you know what may what might be happening in Illinois. You know, is different what's happening in Texas, and with so many people moving here and leaving some of our, uh, you know, states like Illinois and New York and and and, and California and uh, and Seattle. You saw where uh, uh, where Fisher Investments was leaving Seattle because of uh, the the recent uh, Supreme Court decision in in Washington about uh, you know taxes. So uh, they're moving. They, they, I don't know if you saw uh, Richard yep. Fisher's uh, letter, but he he was outraged and he. He's moving his uh, moving his headquarters here, where they already had a big presence. But there's, that's going to, I think, lead to more companies leaving Washington and coming here or going elsewhere. Yeah, that's right. Ken Fisher, I know. Uh, or Ken Fisher wrote yes, that wrote Richard that Fisher. letter down here. So they everybody though is laboring under the same interest rates, and and you and I go way back, and so 
by historical standards, these are not high interest rates. Mortgage they are not. Mortgage, My first house mortgage. I paid twelve and a quarter on yeah. a three-year arm but in nineteen eighty-one. Look, there are there are a couple of generations behind us that think this is just usurious, and right. and and it it looks like to some degree that some of these homes are not affordable anymore to the people they used to be, and it's pushing them into multifamily. It is, and it's it's pushing them into a new product called the. Uh, well, it's build to rent, uh, where entire neighborhoods of rental homes are being built, and and uh, oftentimes in a master plan community, where the developer will carve out you know some you know uh, uh, land for 200 lots to be de- to be developed and then be built by by someone who will then uh, lease them out. That's big business right now, and it's becoming bigger and bigger. And a lot of and it right right here. Dr. Horton's absolutely. building a lot of them, and Invitation Homes is buying a lot of them. Right, and Hill, uh, Hillwood is uh, has some of uh, in, in some of their projects. They have neighborhood, they have you know land set aside for build to rent, and other developers as well. And it's a it's 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 in an area like ours here where people are moving, and they don't necessarily want to buy a home, whether they can afford it or not. A lot of times they don't want to buy right away. They want to get used to the area, you know, to test out the schools for their kids and whatnot. So. So it's a good transitional uh, product for, for people to be in a master plan community or, or in, in rent a house and then ultimately, once they get uh, you know, comfortable, buy one. We, so, so that surprises. So there really, are, there really are a lot of rental homes in this area because there didn't used to be. That, of course, oh, yes, one of the raps, there's a lot of rap was that we were, you know, we were still affordable, and, and so they didn't have to rent. Well, we're still affordable by comparison to a lot of other cities, particularly those on the coast. But, but we're it's a lot more expensive, as you alluded to, David. It's a lot the houses house prices here have gone up significantly over the last three years, and it's uh, you know it's a stretch when you combine that with the higher interest rates. But my my builder friends tell me that it appears that people are getting adjusted to uh, psychologically, if, if not financially, to the to the uh, existence of the higher rates. And you know, as I said earlier, the builders are buying down rates in many cases, so the 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 buyers can get into their houses with a with a an interest rate sub five, and and that seems to be important not not only financially but psychologically to people. But we may never see the three percent again in in my in my lifetime, and three percent mortgages. But I, I remember when I was in the home building business, I, I I thought back to where my parents bought a house in the fifties. And, you know, and I, 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 and I, with a 5% mortgage, and I said, God, that was really something because mortgage rates had always been yeah. above 5% yeah. in my life yeah. uh, and as an adult. So, well, yeah, we, it's people will adjust. And, well, uh, they do, and they, that, that's the resilience. And you're right. We may never see 3% mortgages again, but I certainly hope we never see 12% mortgages again either. Cause there's a lot that's of for sure. <laughs> the vice chairman and global head of origination – for Dres Capital is John Hutchinson, and he is a true Renaissance man, an attorney who who came straight and and became a home builder, and uh, now he's a banker. It's good to have you. I have an so, interesting background. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you cover all the bases. Several lives. <laughs> for more of our conversation, go to krld.com/slash/ceo. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.